Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Link US podcast. Link US is an initiative by and for Airbus employees. Season one of the podcast will bring the employee resources groups to light. What's their motivation? How do they help us to embrace diversity and make inclusion an asset for Airbus? Enjoy your listening. My name is Andrea Lehan, and I am here today with Franklin Ortiz. Um, Franklin has worked for Airbus Americas since 2017. Uh, Franklin works on our finance team as a finance and transformation manager and is also our ERG leader for Pride. Franklin, I want to thank you very much for joining us today for this Airbus podcast. Can you um, share a little bit about your background and what got you interested in joining Airbus? Yeah. Hi, Andrea, and thanks so much for the introduction. Uh, Like Andrea said, my name is Franklin Ortiz. Uh, My background is in finance and project management. And in the last few years, I have been involved in the inclusion and diversity areas, mainly supporting the private Airbus network in North America, but also trying to learn more about all the intersectionalities of inclusion and diversity. And really my story um, with Airbus links back to my childhood. I have always had a passion for aircrafts and travel. And when the opportunity came to me, which actually I was at a meeting in my previous job and I was super bored, but when the opportunity came uh, to me and I did a quick apply on LinkedIn and they uh, within two hours, I, I had an interview with Airbus, I couldn't say no, it was, you know, love at first sight and there was no doubt in my mind that I needed to take it and be part of the Airbus family. And so here I am. Great. Thank you for that. Thanks for sharing those details about yourself. It's important that people understand how you came to be with Airbus and how this led you to where you are today. This leads me to my next question about to ask you, if you would mind sharing a little bit with us about your ERG's missions and goals. Well, Andrea, you know, I will start by letting you know that because of Pride at Airbus and the environment that was provided to me here at Airbus since I began my journey, this is the first job I have at which I am an out and proud gay man. And that should tell you a bit more about what ERGs should have as a mission and and as a goal. And so I just wanted to start with that because that's something personal to me. But to respond to your question, the mission and goal of Pride at Airbus is to bring equality to the workplace and to really not have the need to have ERGs in the future because accomplishing equality is not an initiative, but it is a reality and a reality for all our employees where ERGs are not needed anymore. And our objective is to partner, to be a partner to our employees and to be a partner to our organization overall, translate what the meaning of the Airbus people objective, if you will, uh, is 
and translate it into actual initiatives, initiatives that focus on creating safe, inclusive, and equitable environments for all employees, including LGBTQ. That is what we have as Prided Airbus in our DNA. What do you wish you had known when you started as an ERG leader? <laughs> oh, this I like this question. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, what do I wish? I wish I would have been handed a one-on-one guide on how to launch, navigate, run an ERG. And the truth is that when Private Airbus started in the U.S., Private Airbus didn't have this guide. We really needed. We we really went out of the way to go with our HR department, who actually were pretty supportive and helpful in in learning what what it meant to have an ERG at Airbus. We actually started conversation with our customers. If we look at Airbus customers, the airlines, they are the leaders of inclusion and diversity. And so we we took a look at what other companies were doing. And we we also identified key organizations that helped us, you know, launch this this, um, Pride initiative. So I wish that they would have told me, okay, here is this book, Uh read it, and this is the way that you manage uh, ERGs. Um, But I can tell you, although it was um, challenging at the beginning, and, and it continues to be challenging, actually, to manage an ERG here at Airbus. I have found that most of the most of my allies and my leaders are quite supportive of the initiative, and they are always, uh, you know, open to hearing my out of the box ideas and mm-hmm. seeing what what we can what what's next for Private Airbus. Mm. So I have two follow up questions to that. So, mm-hmm. do you have the book? Did you create the book? <laughs> Yes, actually. All right. So I'm going to give this to uh, Michael Hunston. He actually created the the charter for Pride at Airbus. Right, right. And this charter is one that we share with every new ERG that want, or, or group that wants to start. Um, because a lot, you know, the sentiment at the beginning when we when we started Pride at Airbus, um, the sentiment from um, HR or, or some of the people involved was that, you know, we don't want to be too cumbersome or we don't want to have a, you know, a project structure to the initiative, etc. And the reality is that we need this. We need yeah. a structure because this is, ERGs are not a nice to have groups. ERGs represent our people. And so, we need to have a structure to be respected. We need to have a structure to accomplish what we have as goals. And that goal is to bring equality to all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we do have a charter. We, we have the key steps that we, you need to follow in order to create this ERG. And Pride is always open to working with other ERGs to see how we can better each other up. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, my second follow-up question related to a comment that you made about challenges of working with the ERG at Airbus. What are the challenges? So, I mean, the challenges are many. This, you know, 
one of the first ones that that is coming to my mind is that we have a lot of activities. We have private Airbus has a lot of visibility. We're we're quite busy, especially here in the U.S., which we have had so much success in terms of of having a large um, membership. We we are over 120 members in oh, the wow. U.S. And uh, the challenge is to making sure that we maintain our people engaged, mm-hmm. that we have enough ears at all of our sites to making sure that we're listening to our employees, that we are translating what they're saying into actual uh, things and making them feel better and making them feel safe at the workplace. I wish I would be multiplying into a thousand uh, people so that I could be hearing everything that's going on. And, and, and that's one of our biggest challenge, but one that we're trying to, um, the one that we're trying to mitigate by, you know, trying to get more members and trying to get people to speak up. Guys, if you're listening to this, please speak up. If mm-hmm. you don't feel safe at the workplace, please speak up. If 100%. you have an idea, speak up because our leadership or us in the ERGs, we're listening to you and we want to make you feel safe here. Yeah, I agree with you. Thank you for that. Since you've you've joined the ERG, what has been your most impactful moment or activity? I'm sure there's plenty. <clears throat> you know, it there are plenty. There are like tens of um, activities that or events or things that have happened in the history of Pride here in the U.S. that I can tell you, Andrea. They were amazing andrea people had tears in their eyes you know some of the ones that are coming to my mind are when when we first launched the initiative to get uh to go through the uh human rights campaign corporate equality index benchmark when we started that initiative we honestly thought you know we're we're not going to get to to that hundred percent but we were forgetting that we are Airbus and we make things fly. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to compete, we're going to compete at the best. So uh, we really like, we went through an extensive um, assessment of all the, all the corporate policies, the employee benefit structure, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we worked really closely with our employee uh, employee benefits team. Um, and at the time, I think it was Cheryl Waldron. Yeah, Cheryl. Who was yeah. like so avid in helping us, you know, accomplish everything that we needed in, in order to achieve that 100%. And it was in January of 2019 that the human rights campaign announced that Airbus scored 100%. We did press releases. We, we, we tried to communicate that to all of our employees. And now, for three years in a row, Airbus has had that 100% in the human rights campaign, thus making us one of the top employers for our community, for the LGBTQ community. Other, other thing, I mean, that's one of the things that's coming to my mind. Another one that's quite cool, and I don't know if people know, so if you're here listening to our podcast today, go Google this, but I think it was in the fall of 2019 that our leadership signed to the Business Coalition for the Equality Act. Mm 
That means that Airbus joins join hundreds of other businesses in fight for the Equality Act here in America. So that's so such a cool uh, event and, 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 and thing to have accomplished. But I think that the most uh, impactful ev- or impactful moment that I've had since I joined um, Pride, um, I'm trying not to get emotional here, but was um, the most impactful moment was to show one of our uh, employees or tell one of our employees uh, or I'm trying to find the correct word, share with them that Airbus provided super inclusive health benefit structure for them. And that what, what I mean, what I mean by this is that uh, this employee uh, is a transgender employee, and they were not aware that Airbus covered all these of those benefits. benefits. Yeah, and to them, all all the gender affirmation surgery was a dream. But when I shared this with them, th- this became a reality, something that was achievable. Right. And honestly, Andrea. There's no no better moment that I can wow. share with everyone than this one to see this employee tear up because their dream was coming true, was attainable. Gives me goosebumps to even think about it. That's just that's phenomenal. Makes me very proud. So and and I remember when we started this journey and sitting down with Cheryl and going through the whole uh, you know what it was going to take. Um, so yeah, I too am, am proud to be part of Airbus and the Pride Group. So the Pride ERG. So um, my next question, kind of, we're we're pivoting a little bit. So how um, how do you think we could improve and promote Pride? I'm going to take the easy one first. Uh, the easy one is how do we promote it? It is hard to promote uh, Pride. Uh, or an ERG, because honestly, we're so busy with our regular day-to-day uh, jobs, but really the, the best way to to promote the ERG is through word of mouth, through right. the activities that we, that we are doing. Like even this year, 2021, which we're coming out of a pandemic, we're trying to, to see what activities we create that feel a little normal with respecting all the safe uh, health and safe guidelines that there are for uh, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to to create that same sentiment that we had before uh, COVID, that people feel that we're present in their location, that we're not just random people behind their computers located across the United States, across the right. globe, that we are actual human beings. And, and so these activities are very powerful to uh, to promote the ERG, but also one of the most thing one of the most important things that we need to do is you know for our leaders, our leaders need to to show that um, that that they either support or that they are aware of the importance of ERGs and that that they will back up any inclusion and diversity initiative. Mm-hmm. Um, th- those are important things that I think that we can use to promote it. Now I'm going to go to the hard question that you asked me. How do we imp- 
improve Pride, Pride at Airbus. And actually, maybe this is for all ERGs, actually, not for Pride at not only for Pride at Airbus, but right. um, I think that the way that we, the, the thing that we need to do to improve ERGs is to make sure that everyone, including leaders and our general employee population, that they understand that employee resource groups are core to our business and not just an initiative that we need to justify to exist. ERGs represent our people and our people are the ones that are making things fly. ERGs represent inclusion. ERGs mean that we're fighting to have a seat on the table, but actually more than that, we want our people to have a voice at the table and that that voice is well heard. And so we that's what we need to improve. We need to improve having these people KPIs that we have in our strategic objectives to actually be KPIs that we care about. Not only finance KPIs or, you know, um, environmental KPIs, those are great and those are important because at the end of the day, that's what keeps the the company alive. But really to recognize that the people strategic objective is as important as the other ones. Thank you. Those are some great points. How can our listeners support Pride, even if they're not a member of the community you target? You as listeners, and I'm talking to everyone that's listening to the podcast right now, you, you need to understand that, that Pride at Airbus is, is not solely for LGBTQ. Actually, close to 50%, if not above 50% of our membership, are allies. So you don't have to be part you don't have to identify yourself as an LGBTQ, but if you're an ally or if you just want a community to be part of, you are welcome here. And that is supporting us. Pride at Airbus is open to everyone. And, and, and one cool thing that you need to understand about Pride at Airbus or other ERGs, Spectrum, Win, Veterans Group, the coolest thing is that within Pride at Airbus and all these other ERGs, there are tens or hundreds of intersectionalities. We are men, we are women, we are Latinos, we are he, we are she, and we are them. We are all. So that's how you can support us. I love that. Thank you. So I am going to ask you one final question, Franklin, because I can't just end it there. (laughs) So what is it that you want everybody to take away from our discussion? You did leave the hardest question (laughs) to the end. (laughs) What, 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 I mean, I love your, we are, he, she, them, they, but I think, I think there's something that we could add, what what do you want people to take away from this? First, there's still a long road ahead to achieve equality. Second, that ERGs, we're not, we do not exist to shove things down, down people's throats. We're here to create safe environments for special, for specific 
communities uh, because they do not have they do not feel safe or have everything to make them feel safe at the workplace. So there is a need, especially within Airbus. And second of all, and third of all, I think that the the, the last thing that I, I want people to take away is that you need, like, that we all need to be respectful of each other. Because like I said in my, in the statement of, the, of, of the last question that Andrea uh, asked me, there are hundreds of intersectionalities in the world and we need to respect every human right to be who people feel who they are. And, and I think that that's what people should take away from today. Hmm. That's beautiful. Thank you, Franklin. Thank you, Andrea. I love having this conversation with you and yes. I look forward to more conversations around this. Guys, if uh, any any of the listeners are uh, interested in joining Pride, you can send an email directly to me, franklin.ortiz, O-R-T-I-Z, at airbus.com or napride at airbus.com and then just tell me that you want to be part of the Pride at Airbus community and we would be more than happy to have you here. So thank you so much, Andrea, for providing this avenue. Excellent. Uh, yes, thank you. Thank you, Franklin. You have a good day. Likewise, Andrea. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.